Hello and Merry Christmas. My name is Tim Power. I'm one of the pastors here at Salem. And on behalf of my family, my wife Jessica, our three sons, Max, Dashiell, and Jack, we want to wish you and your family the most joy-filled and faith-filled Christmas celebration possible. You know, being a pastor can be a challenging vocation in normal times, especially challenging in 2020. But it's always an amazing privilege to share the good news of Jesus Christ each Christmas season. I'm sure everyone could use some good news this year, couldn't they? Because 2020, let's admit it, has been a year. Be honest for a second. How many of us started January 2020 with some big plans for the year? And how many of us figured out by the end of March that we're not in the driver's seat? Quick story. A few years ago, I was driving back home from work, going south on 270. I was going about 65 miles an hour, definitely not speeding, because that's a sin. And I see traffic starting to slow down ahead. So I start to brake, and out of nowhere, a truck slams into me from behind. And the sensation I had was, it's really indescribable. But you might know it if you've ever been in an accident like this. There's this massive jolt from behind. And then my car is getting propelled forward. I'm slamming my feet down on the brakes, but that's not really doing anything. I'm totally disoriented, but I clearly remember saying this out loud. This isn't supposed to be happening. See, I was confused and disturbed. I was confronted in that moment with this reality. I'm not in control. And that was terrifying. Now, I don't want to ruin the end of the story, but spoiler alert, I did survive that accident. But from that day forward, I never really got rid of that feeling. I'm not in control. Now, this may sound kind of strange, but one of the central themes of the Christmas story, really one of the central themes of the Christian story, is that we're not in control. But God is. And God is good. And I think that for many of us, and believe me, I'm preaching to myself this year, the greatest gift we can receive is the gift of letting go of control. In fact, if you get nothing more from my Christmas message, I want you to hear this very simple statement. You don't always have the power to control, but you do always have the power to surrender. Nothing illustrates this truth better than the Christmas story itself. Earlier, Pastor Terry read part of that story from Luke chapter 1. Now, whenever I read the scripture or I hear it read, I like to engage my imagination. So in this case, I like to picture Mary. She's a young woman, a girl really, maybe 14 or 15 years old. She's engaged to be married to Joseph. Now, in those days, to be engaged was itself a covenant. It was like the marriage before the marriage. When we meet Mary, she is in this special moment of anticipation, waiting for the life she's always wanted to begin. I imagine that Mary is full of dreams, full of hope, and full of plans. But when this angel comes and tells her that she is going to become pregnant with the Son of God, that even though she's not married, in fact, she's still a virgin. She's going to give birth to the Messiah. I wonder if 
In that moment, Mary was thinking exactly what I said out loud when I was plowed into on the highway. This is not supposed to be happening. Now, you need to understand, this would make her an unwed mother. This would certainly look to everyone around her like she broke her engagement covenant. Worst case scenario, it might mean that Joseph would break off the engagement. Even best case scenario, she's going to be plagued with scandalous gossip and rumors for the rest of her life. Now Mary's initial reaction to the angel is summed up in verse 29 when it says that Mary was confused and disturbed. Confused and disturbed. That pretty much sums up how I feel about 2020. How about you? Initially, Mary is confused and disturbed, but after she hears what the angel has to say, how God is about to upend her entire world, her response is pretty astonishing in verse 38. I am the Lord's servant. May everything you have said about me come true. In another translation, the English Standard Version, Mary actually quotes the Beatles. In that version, she says, let it be. You know that song, right? The song that tells us about Mary's whispered words of wisdom. Let it be. Quick question. By show of hands that I can't even see, how many of you would say honestly, there's at least one area of your life, some of you, it'll be many, but how many of you would say that there's at least one area of your life that you like to control. Some of you maybe have two hands up in the air. If you find yourself tempted to reach over and lift the hand of the person sitting next to you, then just understand that God is about to speak to you personally about letting go of control. Maybe you think, I'm not controlling, I'm aggressively helpful. I'm not controlling, I'm just a planner. Listen, organization is a great thing. Having a plan is good. But here's the question. When God comes in with a new plan, how do you respond? Are you like Mary? Do you say, let it be? See, you don't always have the power to control, but you do always have the power to surrender. Now this surrender, this giving up of control, this let it be, is a sentiment that we're gonna encounter again later in the Gospel of Luke. In fact, it's that same child that Mary gave birth to, Jesus, who later said something so similar. Jesus had grown to be a man, a carpenter, and a teacher who upended the world around him with a message of loving people, people that nobody else would love, and bringing healing and hope to people that nobody else thought deserved healing and hope. But he knew that his real purpose wasn't only to live, but actually to die on a cross, to give up his life so that we could have everlasting life. He knew that he would die so that we could live. But you know, in Luke 22, we find Jesus in a garden, crying out to God. See, he knows his death on the cross is coming soon and he's in turmoil because he wishes there was another plan. But just like Mary before, Jesus surrenders. He gives up control, saying, Father, 
If you are willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. Did you hear that? Let it be. Can I just say, it absolutely blows my mind to know that God's ultimate plan to win the battle for my soul and your soul was to give up his life. I'm astounded to know that in God's kingdom, victory is only won through surrender. You don't always have the power to control, but you do always have the power to surrender. Now, maybe this Christmas, you're putting on a good face. You look happy on the outside, but on the inside, you're at war with the circumstances all around you. Maybe you're confused and disturbed this year, and you just think, this isn't supposed to be happening. I, I don't know what you're going through or what you've been through, but I do know that whatever burden is on your heart would be so much better in God's hands. You don't always have the power to control, but you do always have the power to surrender. When we surrender our lives to the care of God, when we put our faith, not in what we can do, but in what Jesus has already done for us, it lights up our lives. And not just for us. When we say, let it be, when we let God take control, we become little beacons in the darkness, like candles of hope, little flickers of good news telling everybody around us, hey, there's hope, there's joy, there's peace, there's love like you cannot even imagine. John 1.5 says this, the light shines in the darkness and the darkness can never extinguish it. Maybe you've heard the Christmas story, Jesus being born so that he could love us with extravagant love, even more importantly, so that he could die on a cross for our sins and be brought back to life in resurrection power. Maybe you've heard that story, but have you ever surrendered to it? See, you don't always have the power to control, but you do always have the power to surrender. You have the power tonight to surrender to the amazing light of Jesus Christ that shines in the darkness and the darkness can never extinguish it. Please pray with me. Holy God, we surrender our lives to you. We are grateful for your amazing love that shines into the darkness of our world. You gave up your life for us and we give our lives over to you. Make us people who shine your light into dark places, who share your extravagant love in crazy ways. Whatever your plan for us, God, let it be. Amen.